Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, welcome to part two of a discussion. This is Man Baggage. We're talking about forgiveness with Jordan North, William Hansen and Chloe Burrows. So is there a limited number of times you can forgive someone? before it's time to to dump them off. Let's say as a friend, for example, we've all got the useless friend that borrows something, mm. loses it, borrows money, doesn't pay it back, sofa surfs, so it's oh, just this one time, lets you down, doesn't turn up, so you're going to meet, and you forgive and forgive and forgive because you've been friends since you were 17. And what's the limit here? Have you got friends like that? or? I do, I do, but I also am probably like that as well to some of my friends, so I feel, I have not, I don't think I've ever cut a friend off. So I don't know. I feel like I just forgive and forgive and forgive. I think friends are different. I think they serve a different purpose. Like you're not kind of going through life together intimately. You know, they're there for different reasons. So I feel like you can be a bit more lenient and have lower expectations. Do you think so, though? Every fucking Instagram meme panel and everything I'm told is about cutting toxic people out. You're like, it's time <laughs> to get rid of the toxic people in my life that wear mm-hmm. me down. It's like... If you're posting about cutting toxic people out your life every day, you probably are the silly toxic yes. twat yeah. posting virtue signaling memes. <laughs> yes, yes. Cut yourself out, Bellend. Yes. But so where is the cutoff between whether it's a relationship or a friend? Sooner or later, after the 10th time you've forgiven someone, some people do not have the capacity or are not in the place where they're ready to change their behaviour. So you have to try and protect yourself as selfish as it yeah. might be. Yeah, and I think it's even harder with relatives as well, isn't it? Mm. Uh, to mm. forgive. You know, Good to, point, because you're, you're tied by blood. Yeah, what do you do? Like, they say blood's thicker than water. You, can't, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family, yeah. can you? So no, it's even, no. It's All my even... relatives are thicker than water. <laughs> 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 so, but... Somebody told me, it's so true, as you get older, you're not as bothered about pleasing people and mm. as making as many friends. So you kind of, I think, I don't know, I think you just naturally get rid of those people that you don't want in your life anymore when you get into your like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. But I've still got friends now that I suppose do the same thing. And for me, it's just part of their personality and what they like. Mm. So I know if I didn't turn up for another it sounds so petty now in the grand scheme of things but if i didn't turn up or cancelled on another lunch or dinner you'd forgive me i would forgive you although i would never do it again now because i'm so (laughs) freaking paranoid we might be on to something here with forgiveness and longevity because generations of scientists are trying to explain why women live longer than men there is no reason why they should that anyone can find there's no biological reason yet in nearly every culture, women mostly live five to seven 
years longer than men, with certain exceptions, which may prove the theory I'm about to put forward. So first of all, some facts. I do know the answers to some of the questions I've asked you that they've been studied, at least as far as these studies would answer them. Women are generally believed to be more forgiving than men. This was studied by Miller et al. in 2008. And you're bang on the money there, William. Due to their traits such as agreeableness and empathy and their valuing of relationships, they find it easier to forgive and move on for the social cohesion, for the PR, if you like, of the group. And also, Chloe, you were bang on. Men have a harder time forgiving than women do, according to Case Western Reserve University psychologist Julie Exline. But that can change if men develop empathy toward an offender by seeing they may also be capable of similar actions. Mm. So men have to be shown, it could be you that's done that before they move on to a place of forgiveness. Then the gender gap closes and men become less vengeful. Now, this is the third fact. So listen up, lads, wherever you are. Forgiveness can aid the body. Everyone's cutting their calves and cutting their red meat and cutting this. The reality is stress is still the biggest killer of men. It literally, I can't be asked to explain the science. It's way too um, boring for a show like this. But the little bits that get deposited in what's called the widow's artery, the one that pumps blood down to the heart, the little calcification that can gather there, stress can deposit those little white lumps there. You can be in the gym all day long and living your vegan best life, but chronic (laughs) anger and stress take its toll on the body. And research has shown that forgiveness reduces stress, decreases blood pressure, cholesterol, so you're cutting your burgers for no reasons if you're an angry twat, heart rate, (laughs) and improves sleep and immune system functioning. It also reduces anxiety, depression, which is seven times higher in men, Anger, about 100 times higher in men, and promotes a sense of well-being. Could this be the reason why, in certain places on Earth, we see the disparity between male and female longevity disappear? It's always geographical places where we're forced to live in like mountainsides or on hills, and men have more contact with women and other men in their community. So, for example, in Sardinia... Everyone lives in these hill villages. They've got more centenarians than everywhere, anywhere else. But they've also got the men live the same age as women. Do you know why? Because your miserable 80-year-old man who's like, oh, don't forgive anyone, fuck the world. He's forced to every day have aunties and cousins trotting <laughs> through, constantly exposed in an empathetic way to relationships. Guess what? The difference in age span disappears. You can become kinder, live longer, lads. If it helps you, shag longer in the nursing home at the end of the journey. Think of it like that if you're that type of man. I mean, that is some mind-blowing science there. Mm. What do you think of that? Yeah. Well, it's nice to put some statistics on it. It backs it up, doesn't it? Yeah. I never knew that about stress, that it would kill you. Yeah. Really? Well, you need to be careful because you, you do take on a lot. Yeah. And we've talked about it this can, a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. walking on planks and bunges and eating raw animals probably didn't do much for your art. <laughs> no, that probably didn't. And then coming, yeah. And then mm. coming second. Well, you were about to say coming second. No, coming no. coming out of the castle and just being mad busy ever yes. since. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. And not, not taking a moment just to, you know, look after yourself. Which you have done, but not enough in my opinion. All right, it's about Sorry. forgiveness, not, my, me being, <laughs> not me being bloody stressed and tired and overworked. Your arteries are contracting as this news is revealed <laughs> to you. Don't worry, really. William. I forgive you for that comment. Oh, thank you, Jordan. I, for, I forgive <laughs> you for, for whatever. Um... Women are less likely to forgive cheaters than men. 
So this is the only time it seems to reverse. Ashley Madison, the dating website, conducted a survey of over 3,000 members and found that women were less likely to turn a blind eye on cheating. This is weird because we think of men sort of smashing their Neanderthal fists and going, someone fuck my burden, unable to get past it. But when they're banging love, men do seem to be more forgiving of the, of the sort of ultimate betrayal, really. Look at Chloe's of, face. Yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. There's, there's not much in it, to be fair. There's not much in it. 85% of women said they'd been forgiven for cheating in the past, but only 80% of men have been given the same grace. Wow. It seems to be once a, man is, once a man is, forgive the phrase, pussy drunk enough, <laughs> he returns to the bar no matter what. <laughs> So my next question to you is, William, how, yes. what do you think the stats would be had this been studied for homosexual men? I, I think that homosexual men probably are slightly more forgiving, but I think that homosexual men probably have more open dialogues with each other as to whether they want a monogamous or a... I forget the other word, but you can tell me what poly... Blah, 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 uh, poly. Well, it's polyamorous, polyamorous. but become, it's got its own meaning now. Really. Yeah, o- o- more open, an open or a closed relationship. Let's yeah. just sort of talk in, in more basic language. So I think the gays are better at defining that, and each relationship is different. So, and I think they're good. Most generally, are good at if they have decided upon a closed relationship, they're good at sticking to that. And if they're not, they communicate. Jordan, do you think this backs up what we've just learned about men that once they see a behaviour or witness it, they're more likely to forgive? What I mean is. Because men are such pervy bastards that are constantly thinking about stuff like that, they're more likely to forgive a girl. Well, of course she's going to get go get some extra cock. I mean, that's just... It is impossible not to have lecherous thoughts about other people. I'm a man, I understand it, I forgive. Do you think that's probably what's driving it? Yeah, each relationship is definitely different, mm. isn't yep. it? So if, if you've got somebody that's been cheated on, you're guaranteed... 90% maybe more of their friends and family are though they're in a circle they'll be like leave leave them leave them mm. but I think if it's early on as well do you know when you're just putting the fountain you're pouring the concrete yeah. underneath the house mm. yes. yeah and you and the wrong fluids go in that concrete mm. I've been in a relationship I, did, I strung one of those out for six years and oh, in right. the first it's only in the first month but there was some behaviour you know like sending inappropriate messages and it wasn't that it was the lies that was used to cover it up that I, I had the similar thing laptop was left open wasn't stalking there it was in black and white and I never mm. was able to build I, I forgave but did I though there was it was mm-hmm. built on Rocky Fountain whereas I think if you've been married for 10 years and she fucking noshes off a stripper at a hen do you something a free pass Yes, because I suppose if you haven't spent, it's like the it's the former if the formative years you didn't see that relationship, there weren't any alarm bells, then it almost does doesn't negate the action, but it, it sort of I suppose you can arrive at forgiveness sooner because you go well that is a bit out of character because I haven't seen that for five years, yeah. the first five years of our relationship. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What do you think of this one, Chloe? It's linked to self-esteem as well. So research on couples shows that when one partner doesn't change or show remorse, the other partner's forgiveness actually lowers the forgiver's self-esteem. So forgiveness increases self-esteem in those whose partners take responsibility and work on changing their behaviour. So the perception is, if someone forgives all the time, that they're a weak person, oh, I forgave him, I forgave him. But if, you're genu- if you forgive and the other person genuinely shows remorse, you actually become stronger yeah. than your friend who holds on to their anger. Mm. I can see that. I feel like you're carrying less baggage and you kind of just moved on to the next thing. I think it would make me feel better if I just forgave and moved on instead of was a bit bitter and... Kind of still stuck in it. I think I agree with it. I do. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's down to each individual. If that person genuinely shows remorse, and mm. you can tell that they really regret that yes. decision. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd be like, do I want to throw away a 15, 10-year relationship with this person because of one stupid, yeah. stupid mistake? So even though everyone around you would be like, get rid, get rid. It's all like William said. It's every relationship's different, isn't yes, it? Yes, and I think the easy thing for friends and family to, to say in that moment is, oh, get rid of them. Yeah. But they haven't lived in that relationship. They, you know, There are only two people that can really comment and on it with authority. I bet you there's people listening to this who are still in a relationship knowing that their partner's cheated on them and they've got over it. You know, They've got through it. That... They don't see it as um, if they did it again, then you know that's a completely different conversation. But yeah, mm. so I suppose it is forgivable in a way. I think it also depends on like the type of you know if you can categorize cheating. But I mean, a cheeky snog on a night out is a bit different to like a full blown affair, isn't it? Yeah, because maybe that's... people are just having more cheeky snogs. Yeah, that's the lies. It's the truth. Well, they always say, don't they? And they always say it's the trust, the breakdown of trust, yeah. isn't it? I tell you what, I experienced this is weird. I, I experienced the inverse of that where. The girl was doing the emotional messaging bit and had feelings of love, but hadn't consummated it in any way. I hadn't, hadn't oh. like met. It was so, as a, from a man's point of view, have you fucked him? Uh, no. And you're like, right. But you, it's weird. I didn't know what to do with that because it was like emotional deceit, which is worse. I was going to say, I feel like that's worse. Couples who don't forgive become more competitive. This is an odd quirk. 
A happy marriage is a union of two forgivers. So research shows that couples who don't forgive get competitive and focus on being right and winning arguments Mm. rather than working together in a cooperative way. Emotionally close and committed couples are more likely to forgive. When we have more to lose, like time with kids, money, a house or a relationship with many positives, we are more inclined to work hard to forgive. Do you know any of those competitive non-forgivers? I'm right. Are you one of them, Chloe? I feel like I might be, no. <laughs> uh, I'm quite lucky because Toby's not like that. So I'll, I'll think I'm right and we won't speak for days until he caves in and kind of panders to me. So I can't really comment much on that. Mm-hmm. There, there are some friends who, that we know who are not in a relationship anymore. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think That's... they got a bit like that come the end. And I think they would admit that now. Really? Yeah. And what, just stubbornness and... Yeah, and they both were firmly entrenched. And, it's you know, it's very good to be opinionated, and that's lovely, but uh, they were very firmly entrenched in their views and both thought that they were right and always right. And as we all know, every situation is not black or white. There's, there's a lot of grey. And I, I think they got very black and white latterly in their relationship. Just to finish off, um, I got to ask about how social media has changed oh, sort of yeah. forgiveness and apology landscape because oh, gotcha. I feel like we're in an, an age where it's massively changed now I'm one of the naysayers I don't believe that cancel culture is rife and people are more cancelled <laughs> than they ever were I don't believe it because if you were to put well I'm a stand up comedian for a living unbelievably put my, me in a time machine to the 1950s I probably wouldn't even get 10 minutes into my current act before I was arrested and removed from the theatre <laughs> you know oh, if you're saying something such, sexual about the Queen or sort of, God knows mentioning <laughs> anal sex or gay even talking about gay relationships which would have been illegal if I went back into the 60s so I think it's just the types of things that you can be in trouble for have changed I mean people are like oh no it's a reasonable thing you forget uh, Julian Clary went on TV and yeah. said he'd been fisting Norman Lamont and struggled, you know, was got cancelled basically. For, yeah, basically for that. Whereas now, if I did a fisting joke about a politician, I'd probably sell tickets. Yeah. So it's just, <laughs> it's just chain. It would be, in fact, it would be so tame and obvious to say, "Oh, sorry, I'm late. I was fisting Boris." People are like, "What?" Oh, they say that sort of thing on the Antiques Roadshow now. I mean, if, Ju- <laughs> if Julian Clary said that now, he, I mean, literally, yeah, as you say, nothing, no one would care. So yeah, my question is, it's not about whether there's more cancelling because I, I don't believe that. It's just the way in which it's. Conducted has changed. The oil, the petrol, the flame is social media, and it can much quicker. Yes. Yeah, that's really interesting hearing you say that, Russell, because a lot of comedians are coming out at the moment and talking about cancel culture and how they're scared of their careers. But I think you've made a really, really good point there, actually. Mm. And that's yeah, because I I know it's not the best thing, but I'm kind of on the fence with it because you think, oh, people getting cancelled. But yeah, social media. I on air just before Christmas had a bit of a joke about a band. I made a bit of a snide remark about a band thinking it was funny. And there was quite a lot of, uh, I got a lot of shit on Twitter from their big following. And one tweet that got me that really riled me, like, I can take it, it's part of the job, you get a lot of shit on Twitter, especially if you're on the radio every day being a gobshite like I am. Mm -hmm. But one of them was, let's get the army together and cancel him. And they, I mean, they didn't. It was yeah. a snide wow. it's And this, and I, and I know this sounds weird, but then I went onto the profile, and she must have been about seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that was her, and that made me worry that they thought it was their God-given right to cancel. So they think. It, it, they I think can. it's. In, in Does that, that make sense? Am I going off piste? Yeah. Am I going off piste? 
No, I, I no, think... not at all. But there's not, but in that occasion, there was nothing to cancel you over. That's the point. But that's what I mean. I would never. Opinion. I would never. It's not like spank... you said something racist about the lead yeah. singer or something misogynist. Oh, about it was the a bassist. stupid. It was a rubbish joke. But it, it's like they think that they can just cancel people. Well, it, yeah, Does that make sense? And it's, it, I'm and not become, very articulate like you guys. I do apologise. You're very articulate, darling. They, they become insular and because at whatever age, they may not have much else going on in their lives. And it, that, that's sort of their obsession. It's tunnel vision. And it's them trying to find an identity by attaching themselves to such an extent on one particular band or group or film or actor or celebrity that they feel that they are able to do that and they forget that actually in reality they probably can't because actually it's just someone has a different opinion to them and we all have different opinions. What I'm trying to get is they think it's their right to cancel someone and if yeah, I didn't, if I heard someone and I didn't like it, I wouldn't be like I mean it depends what they said but the fact that you think you can just cancel someone, that's, you know if you look into it as someone's job but, you, know, there are, you, you know people within the media who do other things similar to what we do, who I really, really don't like. I don't try and organise a try and get them off it. I just don't yeah. listen or watch or if they come on the TV I switch channels if they come on the radio that's fine some people like them that's fine but they're not for me but I'm, I'm not going to yes rally the army to get them cancelled there's a great book on this you've got to read it it's it's the John Ronson one what's it called uh, it's all about cancel he, re- he wrote it in 2012 mm. before cancel culture yes. was a thing what's it called absolutely brilliant book it's really good about it and he yeah. was saying back, I think it might have been 2012 2014 and he was saying then he was really worried about cancel culture and now yeah, and now look at it. And now I don't know. I'm like, can we cancel cancel culture? Is that I is don't... that possible? <laughs> but then, but then are, are we just as bad as the cancel culture people if we cancel cancel culture? Yeah, that's the <laughs> point. Chloe, we are out of time. But last word to you: Do you must worry about people being more forgiving in the age of social media? If you track Love Island from its start to when it's finished, social media has grown in power to the point where the content of Love Island's had to be modified because you could, the clip out clips for example if you think of zara holland or all she really was doing was getting jiggy and i mean what's what is the (laughs) a single a single girl having fun on the show that's literally about banging uh but of course that gets clipped out that gets circulated on whatsapp that gets memed up and she loses uh accreditations her income her job is it easier to hate when things are more and and be less forgiving when your things are so much more easily commodified and sent by the phone and all that I think so, yeah, because you're kind of protected if you're sat behind your phone and your laptop. But I feel like, particularly Love Island as well, like we come under so much scrutiny, like cancel culture is right. You can say one wrong thing in your story and you're finished. Like people love to leech on to, you know, people just love to hate you and love to write nasty things because I feel like they feel like they're in a bit of a group, you know, where they all hate you. But But my precise question is, but does social media make them then less likely to forgive you? Because yes. the currency gets recirculated and the offence gets restated. Yeah. If you think of the Jimmy Carr joke, for example, that went round more and more watched and more people watched it and more people were on WhatsApp and sharing it yeah. and memeing it. So it sort of, it, it makes the possibility of forgiveness less. Yeah, I completely agree with that because plaster's everywhere and then there'll be like hashtags and groups on Instagram just, and then they go digging for more. So you might do say one wrong thing and then it's a whole campaign against you. So yeah, 100%. I think social media has made like forgiving way harder. Well, you know how to forgive me because we're completely out of time. So thank you very much to Jordan North, William Hansen and Chloe Burrows. If you've come here as fans of any of these uh, guys, highly likely, do hang around. Hit subscribe, leave a review. We, We cover so many different issues. Some 
sometimes it's raucously funny and we never talk about the subject other times it's deep and profound i'm sure you'll find something to help you we try and always have tools and things people can use in their real lives um so do and please leave a review but don't leave a negative one because i'll never fucking forgive you and i'll hunt you down <laughs> see you next time <laughs> This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 